Today on the podcast, we're going to be talking with Meredith about ways you can still stay active if you have fibromyalgia. There are ways to, to stay busy, stay healthy, and keep exercising. Are you ready to do this, Meredith? I'm ready. All right. We'll see you guys on the inside. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us on the Senior Fitness Podcast with Meredith. We really, really appreciate you joining us today. We're going to be talking about fibromyalgia, uh, another one of our uh, topics that I don't think we've ever talked about in our 100-plus podcast episodes, and uh, also Mm. very prevalent that, um, you know, I think more than we think. So we're going to be jumping in that, jumping into that topic. But before we do, we just want to invite you to swing by our website, www.seniorfitnesswithmeredith.com where we have all of our exercise videos there for you to pick and choose from, um, all levels, all types of exercises uh, for you to exercise with, no matter where you are. Uh, We also have all of our these podcasts, which you can search through and check out topics that are interesting to you, as well as a chance for you to check up our custom seven-day workout plan, which is a custom workout plan designed for you by Meredith, built around your fitness goals and your needs. Everybody is different. And uh, having a custom plan that's fit just for you can really help and make a difference in uh, not only just physically, but mentally as well. So please check that out. And last but not least, visit us and uh, subscribe for our newsletter, which you can do that also on our website. We send out all of our latest and greatest content once a week. And uh, we love keeping in touch with you and staying updated. So make sure you check those things out. And uh, today's topic, we're going to jump into it. We're talking Mm -hmm. about fibromyalgia. Um, And first off, uh, you know, a lot of people don't really know what it is. True. I think. Yeah, um, we hear the word. We hear the word. We We see the commercials on TV. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) If you do not have it or have not suffered from it or don't know what it is, right? What what exactly is fibromyalgia? Fibromyalgia is a disorder characterized by widespread musculoskeletal pain accompanied by fatigue, sleep, memory, and mood issues. The main thing (laughs) of fibromyalgia is pain throughout the entire body. And it's almost constant from what I've heard from people who have it. Mm -hmm. Um, Some days are worse than others. Um, Some parts of the body will feel pain more than others. Lots of reasons. I won't delve into all the reasons is why People have it, why they're diagnosed with it, but it causes pains throughout the body. It affects their sleep and their mood. A lot of people with fibromyalgia get diagnosed with anxiety and depression as well. So um, that just leads to even more pains in the body. Mm-hmm. So yes, that's what fibromyalgia is. Mm-hmm. And it tends to um, uh, plague more women than, than men. I think 90% of the cases they say are usually female. So um it's generally females, but men can have it as well. Mm-hmm. And what causes it? You know, what... Uh... That's the... When I look into it, there's so many... It could be from an accident someone had, and then they their um, nerves send different pain signals. Um, it could be something that you're born with. Uh, it happens over time. There are so many reasons as to... There's not one reason why you get fibromyalgia. Mm-hmm. So... Um, that would be something, of course, to either if you wanted to look it up or if you have it, you might know why. Or maybe your doctor would diagnose as to why. But they do numerous tests to see um, if it's even fibromyalgia and then 
possibly what the cause is or was. Most of the time, of course, it's your nerves sending the signals to your brain in different parts of the body, but you're feeling it heightened more than a normal person who does not have fibromyalgia. Mm -hmm. um, your, your body is basically telling that part of the body, your brain, I'm sorry, is telling that part of the body that it feels pain even more so. Mm -hmm. um, it's amplified, basically. So a lot of us, of course, we walk around, we'll feel things and wake up and yeah, things don't feel great. But with fibromyalgia, those nerves are sending signals to the brain, basically amplified 100% um, over what a normal person um, would feel that. So that's why it could be quite debilitating for someone to mm -hmm. not want to move or get out of bed or mm -hmm. do anything. <laughs> Have you um, worked with clients um, that do suffer from this? Yes, yeah. <laughs> a lot. Yeah. And a lot of times it, it comes about when someone will say, you know, Ooh, I'm, I'm having a bad day today. I'm really feeling things cause I have fibromyalgia and that's how it comes out. And I go, Oh, okay. It's good to know because you do want to make sure, um, of course, anyone that you're ever working with training with group or one-on-one -on -one, that, you know, exactly what they're feeling in their body. Um, and where they're feeling it. Mm -hmm. I mean, if someone has actually been diagnosed with fibromyalgia, you need to have that heightened awareness because you need to make sure that person warms up a little bit more because it takes more time for the muscles to loosen up um, and, and, and make sure the brain and body are working together and know that they're about to do more movements. So making sure that they're warmed up efficiently and effectively um, and making sure that you really reiterate to them that they need to stretch stretching after and yeah. all day mm -hmm. <laughs> keeping the movement going basically how does the stretching uh help you know the lengthen out all of the muscles the ligaments the tendons that's the biggest thing um because when everything gets tight it hurts even worse right mm -hmm. so right. Right. we can keep somebody moving constantly it does lessen their pain in their body Mm -hmm. And stretching, of course, is loosening up everything. And that's exactly what needs to be done. Mm -hmm. um, you mentioned, be, you know, suffering from this pain uh, can really affect you physically. But what are the mental effects, uh, the motivation side? That's the, yeah, that's the biggest thing. I can remember working with one in particular um, woman and she came in and, you know, today I'm not feeling great. Everything hurts really bad. But um, the more we worked together and the more she did movement-wise, she wanted to not come. She wanted to stay in bed. She wanted to just sit in her chair because everything hurt. But then she started feeling the effects of what fitness was doing for her, what exercise was doing, whether it was a cardio class, a strength training class, or like a stretching type class. Mm -hmm. She would always when she came in and wasn't feeling great that day, she would always leave and say, I feel so much better hmm. because hmm. it actually helps the body to get it moving. Um, again, when things hurt, we don't want to move them, but we have to realize that exercise is probably the best thing. And it wasn't just for her body, but her brain because <laughs> she was getting in a depressive state. I, this is, I don't want to feel like this. And the doctors of course wanted to give her medication for depression um, where exercise was the number one thing that was actually helping her. Um, not to say she didn't have days where she didn't show up because things did hurt, but she knew that when she would start 
working out, it actually started feeling better. And that was the biggest takeaway for me. Mm-hmm. That's when I did a little bit more research into it to see if there's anything specific out there for it. And there's nothing, of course. Um, there's medications for someone with fibromyalgia because mm-hmm. then it goes into depression and trying to treat all of those. But no one says, you know, do this particular workout because it's generally any type of workout is really what helps. Mm-hmm. Whether you're doing cardio, large muscle groups are being worked, which is good. You're stretching, of course. Just got to keep that movement and mobility and lengthening of all the muscles, ligaments, and tendons. Mm-hmm. Um, and strength training, of course, is good not only <laughs> for the body, strengthening everything, but strength training is really known to help um, combat depression and anxiety effects. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, and we'll, we'll definitely jump into those uh, exercises here in a bit. But <clears throat> that's really interesting. You bring up a good point in that I think it's hard to sometimes get over that barrier of, I'm, I'm hurting so much. Right. Exercise is not going to help me. Exactly. It's just going to make me hurt more. Right. Right. And but, fatigue. But, yeah. And fatigue. Yeah. But what you're saying is the opposite. Yeah, exactly. Most, <laughs> chance, most chances are it's going to help you feel right. better. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it, sometimes, again, it takes time and then you have to learn your body. And if you're just starting to work out, can't overdo it. Again, making sure you're warmed up um, efficiently prior to starting. And then stretching after, because of course, if you have muscles that already hurt and then you lift heavy weights, let's say, because you're just starting out or doing movements that you don't normally do, and then your body is sore, basically, from the workout, now you're even more demotivated to do anything because you're like, well, I hurt now from doing these exercises. I hurt worse. Mm -hmm. So making sure, uh, slow and steady, of course, like we always say, making sure you're doing the correct exercises. You're not going too um, fast into it, you know, taking your time and building up like anybody should do, but especially mm-hmm. with uh, fibromyalgia. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I, I always like to talk about breaking our exercising down into cardio and resistance training. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about some cardio exercises mm. to to focus on if you have fibromyalgia. Mm-hmm some uh, beginning places where would you start with that yeah i would start with even just simply walking Um, again that's using all those larger muscle groups that um, just to keep moving Um, whether it's on land if you have a walking path or track that you like to go on um, water walking is wonderful because it um, really alleviates i've heard water exercise really feels nice with um, someone with fibromyalgia of course if the Water is a good temperature, which it should be if it's regulated. Um, but doing water walking and movements in a pool are wonderful thing to do. Again, stationary bike or recumbent bike if you have that. Um, doing cardio workouts that we have. I mean, you can stay seated and do a cardio workout um, just to get the body moving at the heart rate up. You know, mm-hmm. that's what's really important when it comes to our cardio. But trying to get the those uh, that movement in. Um, 30 minutes a day, if you can, at least five days a week is really important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, of course, getting the heart rate up is always a good thing. Um, no matter, you know, in what your situation is, getting the, the blood pumping and whatnot. Right. Um, before we talk about uh, resistance exercises, I also kind of just want to jump into what kind of advice have you heard from your clients that doctors give? Mm-hmm. 
Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-494-8310. I'm here with spokesman John Wolf. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-494-8310. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-494-8310. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. When it comes to having this, but also staying active, is right. I mean, is there a lack of yes. information out there? Again, of course. Um, I know that most people who have been that I've talked to who have been diagnosed, they usually are told, you know, you can take this medication, um, and it's basically muscle relaxers. It's basically mm. um, trying to tell the brain not to feel things that are occurring in the body, which, if you have a severe case, I guess. That could be fine, but, um, you know, we don't want to always rely on medicine, but of course doctors are there a lot of times and that's what they promote. Mm -hmm. So, um, rarely have I heard from anyone, especially seniors, um, it may be different for younger people, I'm not sure, but, um, they are rarely told, you know, go continue to do your exercise classes, you know, um, they're just kind of told you can either deal with the pain, you can take an over-the-counter type medication, or let's die, let's uh, prescribe you something a little bit stronger and mm-hmm. put you on that and see how you feel. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think that's when they come into class um, and they're weary of if they should even be doing exercise. It's very sad with any anything. Fibromyalgia is just one of them, but there's so many other um, ailments that people suffer from and they don't know the, the direction to go in because they're not told by a doctor if mm-hmm. they're able to do it or not. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's just because there's just a lack of information and knowledge about how, you know, what exercises you should be doing? I mean, it's just maybe just not focused on as much or. Yeah. And I think a lot of doctors, unfortunately, don't, don't prescribe, like I said, exercise is the number one thing when it should be. Mm-hmm. Um, they are there to diagnose and then to treat. And treating is normally with medications or surgeries. It's not with preventative um, or other ways of doing it. Mm-hmm. I just think that's un- kind of the norm when it yeah. comes to medical doctors. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um. So let's go, let's talk about some resistance training, uh, adding weights or resistance to your exercises. Uh, what do you suggest to where to start and things to, to remember? Right. Um, light, starting light. <laughs> mm-hmm. Don't go too heavy if you're just starting out. Um, making sure your movements are correct. Um, really focusing on that. Even if you haven't worked out with dumbbells or resistance bands, maybe just doing the movement without holding any actual resistance to start. So you're getting proper form and then you're adding resistance to it. Cause again, your body's going to respond differently. You will get flare ups in certain areas because that part has not been, um, 
it's not used to having strength added to it. Mm-hmm. So that strength element. Um, so making sure you're getting proper form, you're starting really light. So whether it's with a light resistance band, whether it's with really light dumbbells or just water bottles, um, and doing not as many reps. So you want to see how the body is going to respond and what part of the body. So usually with fibromyalgia, you have like different, basically they look at the body in quadrants. So your upper right, upper left, your midsection, your lower right, lower left. So you might have more pain in one area than the other. So see how your body responds when you're doing exercises mm-hmm. um, and see if, you know, when you always are feeling pain on your right um, upper half of the body. So let's see if when we lift weights, does that amplify or does it lessen? Um, so doing that whole, you know, really being aware of the movements you're doing and then seeing how your body responds to them, I think is probably key. Mm-hmm. when it comes to strength training mm-hmm. don't go too fast don't lift too heavy um slow and steady i always say like i did earlier always wins so making sure you remember that mm-hmm. and obviously you <clears throat> recommend just kind of hitting all areas of the body based yes. on what mm-hmm. comfort level you're at yeah definitely yeah yeah so focusing on everything um so it's entire entire body strengthening mm-hmm. <laughs> is key how how often should we exercise you know daily if, if you can mm-hmm. um if you're able to get a little bit of movement in like i say one you should have a rest day and that rest day can still be active rest so you're still going for a walk but you're not really focusing on getting the heart rate up while you're doing that you're just focusing on keeping the body moving um constantly if you can daily try and do some stretching whether it's to a video or you're just doing stretching on your own, keeping that movement and that length in the muscles and the entire body um, is key. But trying to get some type of um, actual physical activity in every day is just so important. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you? What are your thoughts on water exercises in uh, you know if you have fibromyalgia? Um, you know, does that help? Would it be a yeah, good idea? Yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah. Water is uh, really, really good. So any type of aqua exercise is great because it's, um, again, the low impact. But the water is soothing on a lot of times on our muscles mm-hmm. and our tendons and ligaments. It feels good for the body. It helps the brain. So definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with the it's kind of like a natural resistance too, right? Mm-hmm. You're getting that resistance going on. Right. Um and then you mentioned, obviously, the stretching, how important that is. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you talking stretching once a day, getting up, stretching, yeah. you know, stretching before we go to bed? All of the above. Yeah. <laughs> the more we can do, the, the better, basically. So if you have time to do stretching throughout the day, um, that's perfect. Always make sure after a workout, you're definitely stretching. Um, so, because otherwise those muscles of course will tighten and you're going to feel that pain and fatigue even more so. Mm -hmm. So making sure you stretch after, especially a strength training workout or a longer cardio type workout. So strength, uh, stretching those larger muscle groups for cardio and then every little thing, um, when you're doing your strength training. Mm -hmm. But, um, if you can do, you know, in the morning, just some range of motion type stretching, um, just circling of the, the hands through the wrist area, circling of the foot through the ankle area, extending the leg, just bending, um, to get that lubrication and movement in the knee. 
Um, bring your leg out to the side for your hip, just some forward bends, like good morning type uh, movements mm-hmm. to get the back and core engaged. Yeah, push and pulls. I mean, it's simple, simple little things, you know, mm-hmm. but just to get the entire body moving, stretching, warmed up basically. Um, so you don't feel that pain as much. Yeah. And I think it's the pain that keeps us from mo- or keeps us, keeps us from exercising regularly. Yes, definitely. Um, how do we get over that hump? How do you get over that, that fear of exercising more is going to mm-hmm. make me hurt more? Right. Uh, it's really hard for it <laughs> to overcome, hard. especially yeah. if you deal with this pain every day. Yeah. What are some tips we can think mm-hmm. about to, to kind of motivate us to mm-hmm. go, to get over that? You know? Yeah. Um, just starting. I mean, starting and starting slow, even if you only do movements for 10 minutes um, a day and see the difference on how you feel. Really focus on how you feel prior and then after. Um, how you even feel during a workout. A lot of times people will say that their pain goes away during that workout because you start to have these endorphins, this adrenaline going through the body as you're working out and that masks the pain, of course. So you feel better while you're doing it. Um, serotonin in the brain starts to activate and you're, you're feeling good. Um, so feeling, you know, prior, during, and after, um, I think is your best bet. And even if it's only for five, 10 minutes a day to start, um, listening to the body and seeing how it responds, but really realizing that it's helpful. Um, Mm -hmm. and over time, think about those good benefits that you're going to get. It's kind of like a thing where you kind of get a snowball effect. Yes, exactly. Start somewhere and and slowly start feeling Mm -hmm. this is benefiting. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, how, you know, how, what's a Mm -hmm. good way for us to relate to someone who does suffer from fibromyalgia, Mm. even if you don't. Yeah. You know, think about on a day that, um, maybe you're coming back and this may seem a little extreme, but you're coming back from an illness of some kind. Maybe you had the flu and you know, when your body feels just so tired, you just think, I don't know if I can do this. You're still feeling a little bit of aches and pains in the body. Um, that's someone with fibromyalgia. Basically Mm -hmm. it's feeling that, that aches and pains and just so tired all the time. So kind of putting yourself in their shoes, knowing that it is an uphill climb every single day. Um, again, like I said, even just to get out of bed, sometimes they go, why, why? (laughs) what's the point? Mm -hmm. Everything hurts. Um, so kind of putting ourselves in times when we felt that way, whether we were depressed with something and it just makes it so hard to move, um, you just don't want to do anything, or maybe you had an illness, an injury of some kind, um, and it made it so hard for you mentally to want to do anything. That's basically someone with fibromyalgia, and that's amplified, but it never goes away. So some days are worse than others, but it's always there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, super great information, tips, uh, the best that we have. Uh, hopefully, mm-hmm. these are really helpful to you. Um, like we said, there's, we don't feel like there's a lot of good information out there right. on, uh, fibromyalgia and staying and, and it's relation to staying healthy and exercising. Right. Um, there's a lot of information on, uh, what you can do to take it, take, if you have fibromyalgia, uh-huh. uh, but just, we want to also emphasize the healthy side of yes. exercising uh-huh. and staying motivated and keeping, staying active. Yeah, definitely. So hopefully this podcast is helpful to you or someone that you know 
and someone you care about that you'd like to see them get healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully these tips in this podcast have helped you out. So uh, thanks for joining us. Don't forget to swing by our website, www.seniorfitnesswithmeredith.com. Sign up for that newsletter. Get our latest and greatest content delivered to you every week. And uh, we love staying in touch with you. So yes, till the next episode, mm-hmm. we'll see you Bye-bye. guys. Hi, this is Suzanne Newman, host of the Answers for Elders podcast and radio show. We are the North Star that guides you through the complicated journey of senior care with trusted experts in money, law, living solutions, and more. So join us on this station, your favorite podcast channel, or just go to AnswersForElders.com. Meet the Wayshowers who will help your journey a lot easier.